Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we sneak past tentacles to reach the greatest treasure of all, the 10 best Game & Watch games. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. How's it going, Mark? It, it's it's going really well. I am very excited for week two of Game & Watch Month. As am I. Um, that's it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to share my excitement yep, yep. for the show we're about to record. Uh, I, I am also very excited about it. You and I have been... Uh, I mean, normally when we talk about games uh, for this show, we try to like keep our like impressions of the thing sort of like to ourselves. Yeah, we purposefully we get yeah. do not talk to each other about things that we are interested in talking to each other about. I so that I, way, I, I forget you exist <laughs> when we're not on mic. So that way, we could save it, <laughs> save mm-hmm. the nuggets coming out of our mouths That's right. for the episode itself. That is one hundred percent true. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm I'm a little bit nervous for what what we're about to embark on because i don't know that we have the same taste in game and watch games we might yeah that's oh my goodness in general yeah that's such a good point i hadn't i hadn't actually thought about that now <laughs> i am terrified because in general you and i i would say share similar tastes yeah there's a lot of overlap in right. video games um in facial hair in clothing look we seek out a diversity of opinions <laughs> But yeah. there are no guarantees. And I feel like, you know, with every ranking that we do every time we have a discussion like this, we, um, you know, say that we're going to leave it being friends. Yes. And never is there really a risk that we won't. But what if we found out that tonight we have such divergent tastes in yeah, Game & Watch possible. games it's that possible. it is impossible for us to compile a 10 best list and uh, the podcast ends here tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be tough. I have formed strong opinions about some games, mm-hmm. and there are some of these games that I think I legitimately love. Um, so, I mean, if they're on your like worst list, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm going to be beside myself. Mark, before we get to that, speaking of worst lists, my copy of Sonic Forces, would you like to borrow it? All you got to do is email us at NintendoCartridgeSociety at gmail.com and give us a mailing address where we can send you my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. You play it for as long as you want. You send it back. doesn't cost you anything. I pay for postage both ways. Uh, There may be a copy of Untitled Goose Game in there. It's no one's fault. It's just something that happens. Another thing you can do is you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate it so much. Uh, We love reading them. Uh, one of the joys of doing this show is being able to interact with all of you. And so anytime we hear from you, I feel like we're aliens in the uh, vast void of space. And we're just oh, waiting for those cool. little microwaves to make their way mm-hmm. to us, you know, so we can see old episodes of uh, Happy Days or something like that. Right. Listeners, your five-star reviews, your emails, your tweets are like those episodes of Happy Days reaching out, reaching us in like the nethers of the universe. Um, that's a sad position that you've put the aliens in. I feel like it's usually, I have a very like first contact view of this where like the, 
the people who are not getting contacted are the humans, and it's the aliens. Oh, I think they're to. bored. I think they're just you all. Think they're bored? I think the aliens are just sitting around waiting yeah. to hear from us. They why else would they go into space unless they have nothing to do? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, they should have started or reviewed a podcast, and that would have been something that. Oh, could right. That's what started this all. About. That's right. That's right. Bringing it back. Um, no, we do appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who has done that. Mark, we are in Game and Watch. Oh wait, month. no, no, I'm sorry. No, you're I'm still sorry. going. You're still going. If you leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. We will give you a shout out if it's on the U.S. Apple Podcast Store because we check there. If you review us anywhere else, please send us an email, send us a tweet, hit us up any way that you can, uh, and write it down, include it in the copy of Sonic Forces that Patrick sent to you, and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Yeah, and uh, no more carrier pigeons. We can't. We, we, we are not set up to receive them. That's right. Uh, it's been a disaster in the past. So, like, please use some other method of informing us that you have reviewed us on a non-Apple podcast U.S. store. Um, Mark, now we are in Game & Watch month. It is October. You're in it. You are soaking in it like a hot spring. Um, why don't we just get into it? Let's determine the 10 best Game & Watch games. So this is going to be based, we think, exclusively on gameplay, right? Right. Um, we have not had uh, a ton of opportunity to interact with actual Game & Watch hardware, um, because if you're buying them, like, secondhand now, like, the, the market has them, like, you can't get one for less than, like, 60 bucks, and it's going to be beat up um and uh will be a bad one <laughs> um any any of the like uh because I've, I've been cruising right i've been cruising uh ebay uh, and various like secondhand uh market um sellers online and everyone you know ev everything goes for like over 100 bucks so like it's just not feasible um so uh Mark, where have you been playing Game & Watch games? Yeah, so I've been playing uh, the Game & Watch Gallery games. In the U.S., there's four of them. One, the first one for the original Game Boy. Gallery 2 and Gallery 3 were for the Game Boy Color. And then Gallery 4 was for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Um, and so we were playing the first three of those on our 3DSs um, using the, the virtual console there. Um, and then we've played Game & Watch Gallery 4 on my Game Boy Advance because I picked up a, a copy of the cartridge. Um, in addition to that, I've also been playing them just on the... Um, you can download the DSi versions of them on the 3DS, um, which is a great way to play or to engage with the like classic versions of them. Uh, they There aren't the, the, the modern versions of the games uh, in those. It's just the classics. But it looks, because it's using like the full uh, graphical power of the 3DS, it looks an awful lot like the original displays, except backlit. Oh, that's really cool. You know, we should actually talk a little bit about what you refer to as the modern version. That's what, there were, what yes. they are referred to in the gallery games as well. So, because even in calling them modern, they are like twenty at years this old. Point, at this point, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the time between the original releases and the modern is now less than between the modern and now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in in the Game Watch galleries, they have uh, when you select a game like Manhole or Fire, every, each one of them has a modern version, what they call a modern version, and what they call the classic version. The classic version is like a facsimile of playing on actual. Game & Watch, it's it's the same gameplay, um, same graphics, same sound, presumably. 
or at least a reasonable si- facsimile. Yeah, and and si- similar graphics for for sure. Like uh, especially in the Game and Watch Gallery one, the one that's uh, for original Game Boy, you can see so like or I can at any rate, like I, I can perceive where like the pixels are approximating what the uh, like LCD um, displays were able to do in more like analog sort of, mm, you know, like it. it's, it's it's a non or it is digital, but the it's not it's not pixel based. Yeah, in yeah. its original release in uh, Game and Watch Gallery Four, just kind of a neat thing that they do is you know on original any of the old LCD um, like displays games like yeah. this, you could actually you can you could see where you know the pixels would show up or where the uh, yeah the uh, what would you even call it yeah like I don't I don't want to say like the sprites like yeah the, the yeah individual character models you can see every possibility at once and they reproduce that on in Game Boy. Uh, Game and Watch Gallery Four, which is kind of neat. But anyway, so there's a there's a modern version of these, which basically takes the core, I would say, the core gameplay idea, yeah, between but behind the classic version, and then updates it. It's all with like characters from the Mario universe. The m- music is new. The graphics are new. Um, you know, usually you're like in the Mushroom Kingdom most of the time, but then also the gameplay is fairly different as well. So it's more than just a facelift. On a lot of them, they've changed the gameplay to either make it like faster or more intuitive or just different. Yeah, and like I, I find... So a lot of the ways that you... Or the only way that you unlock um, more games in these galleries is by scoring obscenely high points um, in the, the individual games. Um, and I find that it is much easier to score those points almost universally in the modern versions than in the classic. I, I totally agree. And actually, I just said that they make them, you know, the modern sometimes makes it e- uh, harder. But I actually think it's usually the reverse, where classic is way harder yeah. and modern is easier, or at least modern has a slower learning curve. Like, I feel like universally, the modern ones give you a lot more opportunity to fail in the beginning totally, and learn how it yeah. works. And then it ramps up the difficulty. Well, it's also sort of necessary too, because like the the modern ones will throw like where where variation was impossible in the where like enemy variation is impossible in the uh, original versions, it is easily possible in the modern versions. So like uh, someone falls faster or has a a smaller like arc of their jump um, because it's just a different character that would be physically impossible in Game and Watch yeah, in yeah. the original Game and Watch. Yep. And so, uh, like you having to learn those rules as you encounter them means that it is necessarily a little more forgiving early on. Yeah, totally. So, but I, I guess the reason to may bring that up about like modern and classic is that I have factored in both in making my decisions yes. on like. What are my favorites of the ones that we played? Um, sometimes, like, I like the modern version enough that it makes up for the shortcomings of the classic version that otherwise wouldn't be on my list. Sometimes it's the reverse. Sometimes the classic ver- version to me is way better, and the modern one brings it down. Yeah, uh, my my absolute favorite game on this list, which I will not reveal at this point. Um, <laughs> what I, if you did and we just went home? Well, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> um, uh, it. Uh, the classic version, I think, is amazing, and I don't care for the modern version. Mm-hmm. It's not just that I think it like is a worse version. I, I don't like playing it, um, whereas I do like playing the classic version. So, I mean, who, who knows? And then there's there are other games on here where like I would definitely prefer to play the modern. But uh, so yeah, I, I I find it to be a weird kind of mix of that. That like um, 
I don't have like a universal like ah yes the the games are all improved by Completely. these modern versions yeah yeah, yeah. there's no consistency in that regard <laughs> which is great I, I I sort of love that there is no consistency in uh, just like game and watch in general I think if there's um, one principle that is fairly uniting uh, among most of the games that we're uh, going to talk about it's that they are like reflex based and like twitch based and you got to like play them fast or it's going to run away from you yeah absolutely there are of course a couple of exceptions um okay so i mark i I'm, i started off by making a list of all of the games that uh, i have like under consideration um so obviously you and i have not played all 47 plus uh game and watch games here are the i have a list of 22 that i have played over the course of the last couple of weeks uh they are as follows Ball, Flagman, Vermin, Fire, Judge, Manhole, Helmet, Lion, Parachute, Octopus, Chef, Egg, Turtle Bridge, Oil Panic, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Greenhouse, uh, Mario Brothers, Mario Cement Factory, Rain Shower, Donkey Kong 3, and Boxing. Those are, those are the, the 22 games that uh, I considered as... Uh, for for my top ten. Yeah, those are. I feel confident that I have that that covers everything that I played as well. Great, great, good, great. Um, so we're gonna. I think I I have mine in order from number ten to to number one. Uh, Mark, you have an, an amorphous list. That's right. Okay. Yep. Um, well, we're gonna go back and forth. Uh, Mark will name one. I'll name one, and we'll uh we'll uh write them down, and at the end we will uh just get to. We're gonna whittle it down to ten, and we're gonna rank them. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. I am. I so uh, I'll go ahead and start. Yeah. And um, my list because that's the <laughs> I wrote, the way I wrote them all down. Right. Is uh in like the order that I played them. So starting from Game and Watch Gallery one, the first game on my list of like favorite Game and Watch games is Fire. Yes. And I feel like Fire is a true classic. So <clears throat> in Fire, uh, there are two Mr. Game & Watches that are holding a trampoline. Mm -hmm. And other G Mr. Game & Watches are jumping out of a burning building. Mr.'s Game & Watch. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> and they have a, a, a and, you know, they have like a predictable arc. Mm -hmm. And uh, your job is to like catch them on. You move the two Game & Watch at the bottom holding the trampoline. And you are like bouncing the falling people into an ambulance right and in the classic version mark this is also on my list it is number six on my list um uh as they uh move down like toward towards the ambulance um their arcs get shorter um so there's like less time between you know wh when you have to catch them but um everyone falls at the same rate um so it is really just about seeing the order they fall in and uh, getting yourself in the right position in, in time to to catch them. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, do we want to talk a little bit about the modern version of the yes, game? Yes, because I, I, this is one where I think both the modern version and the classic version are very good. They both shine. And the modern version doesn't do anything like extremely different. Right. Because the core gameplay of Fire is very fun. It's so solid. And because like uh there is that consistency in the classic version, there's the consistency of the arc. When you mess up, it truly is yeah, like my fault. Your fault. Yeah. And so that leads to such great replayability because you're like, ooh, I know I can do better. Yes. And so it makes it very fun. Um yeah, no, I I, I agree with that uh completely. Um, 
I think there's also uh, I mean the 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 big change in um, the modern version is that it takes uh that well, there are two additional characters that well you're Mario and Luigi mm-hmm. um and the building that is burning down is like Peach's castle <laughs> yeah it's it's a castle it's a castle somehow <laughs> it burns and instead of trying to bounce the uh mushroom kingdom citizens who are jumping out of Peach's castle instead of trying to bounce them into an ambulance i mean maybe it's an ambulance but it's like a big toad ambulance yeah it's, it's like a big some, mushroom, some sort of mushroom carriage yeah um uh, yeah, and uh, every now and then, instead of a toad that you're bouncing across, it is uh, a Yoshi or a Donkey Kong Jr., right? Um, or, and occasionally an egg. Yeah, Eggs sometimes will fall egg. out as yeah. well. Um, and, uh, and the egg will sometimes be a babam, so, and sometimes it'll be a, an extra life. Um, my memory is that, like, the eggs, like, when they hit the trampoline, they crack. And, yes, yes. when they open, they can be different things. Right. And you don't want to catch the bob That's you right. You let the bob go. Because, look, if you take the bob to the hospital, <laughs> you got a Joker Dark Knight situation going on there. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, the so and, and the Donkey Kong and the Yoshi just have, like, shallower jump arcs. So you have to tend to them a little bit more. Um, frequently um but yeah i think and this game appears in both uh game watch gallery one and four um and uh the upgrades like the modern version of it feels great in both of them um it's like colorful and fun in the modern version and in the uh classic i don't know there's something so uh like appealing and universal about the uh you know, implied narrative of like rescuing people from a burning building. Yes, uh-huh. um, that like it just works and is fun. Yeah, Th- this one I found. I mean, I uh, I'm at this point very open to where it lands on the list. But yeah. Fire is a Stone Cold classic. Like uh, it really yeah. holds up in a way that a lot of these games I would say do not. Uh, sure. I I I, I think there are a lot that actually, or for my money, do hold up. Well, I mean, I I think. We'll end with a top ten that all course, holds out, but there are a number that probably won't make our list that um, don't fare as well. Um, so we both shared that one. Would you like me to offer one now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to put uh, my number ten, tenth on my list, is Manhole, um, which is the game where you have to uh, – there is a sort of bridge on the top and a bridge on the bottom, um, and there are – uh, two holes in each one, and there are characters that are walking uh, on the top from left to right and on the bottom from uh, right to left, and you just have to cover the holes so that they don't fall in them and die. Um, and in the um, classic version, it is exactly that and has no, uh, no changes whatsoever. Um, the characters on the top and bottom have different predictable like times that they take a step. Um, so this is one where like listening to the beeps um, and like the rhythm of the noises the game is making is really important so that you can understand the speed at which everyone is walking or like the timing of their walks. Yeah. And the timing on manhole in the classic version is really important because you learn that and a lot, but not all of the Game & Watch games have this, is there's a little bit of grace as yes. to, like, like the sound is almost more important than the visual cue yes. in in Manhole as to know whether um, you have successfully uh, stopped someone from, like, or you successfully allowed someone to cross. Right. Because the sound is, like, 
I would say like a little bit ahead of the graphics. And so when you have somebody coming from right to left and somebody coming from left to right, and you have to choose which one is actually going to make it first, yeah. the sound becomes really important. Yeah. And like hearing that like of them, like taking the step and knowing that you are now free to move to the next location. Um, super fun. I love using the buttons to make it go diagonal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it, it's really satisfying. And then the, um, the modern version of it replaces the little game and watches with uh, the little game and watch guys crossing the bridges with toads um, and occasionally a Mario. A DKs. A DKs. And, and there are Marios come at when you hit like 50 and 100 points. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. kind of like as a bonus there. Um, and they're and they're faster. Um, but you are also you are Yoshi. Um, and so instead of uh, just blocking one hole at a time, you are sort of lifting the manhole covers um, so that you can like lift them all up so that you have several opportunities to like get them back. Um, And there's even more of a grace period here because they can start to fall. And if you uh, like prop up the little platform that you can save the the characters and and, and keep them going. Um, This is another one where I feel like both versions of the game are viable and good and fun. Uh, and I really liked high score chasing in both of them. Yeah, I thought Manhole was really good. It's not on my list, but I can definitely see uh, an argument for it. It is another one that, um, like you were saying, just really makes you want to go back and continue to play it. Yeah. Because it feels like like you finish and you're like, I know I can do better. Right, right, right. right. It, it is it is one of the most like twitchy as fast as you can, like just keep up with it uh, games on here for for my money. So uh, the next one in my top 10 is Parachute. Yeah. This I is got an, Parachute on here, yeah. too. So, okay. So the classic version of this is that uh, li- little uh, Mr. Game & Watches are jumping <laughs> out of, like, a military troop transport helicopter. I So to me, it has a very, like, uh, World War II Western Front, or really my initial thought was, like, Vietnam vibes. Yeah. I was going to say, um, like, Commando. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're jumping out of, like, a mil- uh, this, like, military <laughs> helicopter, and you're in a boat at the bottom tr- trying to pick them up. Um, if they land in the water, they get eaten by a shark, which is awesome. It's really funny. Like, and yeah. there are a couple of, like, I guess I would say, like, shocking deaths in g- the Game & Watch collection. And but they're all they are all rendered in such like a humorous way mm-hmm. that it is really funny. Um, and then so yeah, then you're tr- like dropping them in the boat, trying to get them to like you know palm tree islands, uh, or I guess really in this one, as long once they hit the boat, they're good, they're safe. Yeah. The modern version of this is also really fun. It's Mario in the boat. Uh, Toads, Yoshi's, and Goombas jump jump out of They're like Goombas. I thought they were Donkey Kong Juniors. Oh, I thought they were okay. So this is what I thought, and they they could be Donkey Kong Juniors. We also might be playing different modern versions. Oh, that's that, true. That so I'm this is the one from Game Watch Gallery too. Um, and it's like an airship from Super Mario Brothers three. The whole thing has kind of like a Super Mario Brothers three aesthetic, and so Toads and Yoshi's jump out most often. Toads have, like, a predictable speed. They jump out, they deploy their parachute, and they, like, Fall float slowly. down yeah. slowly. Yoshis are unpredictable. So they will, they can come out, and they will, like, dive bomb really quickly, and then their parachute deploys. Then the thir- or, or they can uh, they can open their parachute right or away. Or they do it very early, yeah. yeah. Or, um, or somewhere in the middle. And then the other one, uh, which I think were Goombas, is when you are, you know, like, uh, about to reach, like, 50 points and 100 points and every, like, 50 interval, the g- game st- starts to get a little bit more difficult. 
and I think it's Goombas that'll basically like dive bomb and they drop they jump out really quickly and they go right to the bottom. They wait till the last and second barely to deploy. So basically yeah. it's like you either catch them immediately or they die. Yeah. Um the other thing that it adds is like there are cannon there's a cannon yeah. on the right that occasionally toads will float down into and the cannon once they land at the cannon it'll like shoot, shoot them, them back out. out. Yeah. And that falls at a different speed as well. It it's and then uh Boss Bass, the big fish from Super Mario Brothers three is in the water. It's uh it's a fun variation. I like this one very much. Yeah. Well and uh uh if this is also on, on my list, it is my number nine. Um so uh the the one of the things that I like about the um classic version is that um well so so first of all, depending on like which of the three arcs the uh parachute guys are coming down, um that determines their speed. The one furthest on the right has like the uh fewest frames that they have to fall through, and on the left it has like a bigger arc, so it like they physically fall slower. Um but then on top of that, there's, you know, game mode A and game mode B. And in game mode B, the, like, so-called hard mode, occasionally the guys on the right will get stuck on the palm tree. Their uh, their parachute gets stuck, and they kind of wiggle back and forth a little bit and then fall again. So it's just, like, one more kind of thing you have to pay attention to. Um, and it is remarkable to me that the games have that, like, that level of variety or that like level of X factor where you're just like, Oh my God. Uh, now I have to deal with the fact that like this guy could drop it any second from, from this, um, from the, his position far on the right. Um, okay. So uh, wh- how many do we have so far? Three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we have talked about three of the ones that are on my list already, Mark. Okay. Uh, my next up, my number eight, I'm going to go with number eight. Um, I went with egg. Um, I found the timing of egg initially, especially the classic version, to be difficult, to be almost impossible, um, just because I had a hard time, like, sort of tracking um, where is, like, the end of the, the egg's journeys uh, as, as they roll down uh, these, pla- these little shoots. Um, so the, the gameplay is as follows. Uh, there are four, uh, like, hens laying eggs. Uh, top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right. Um, and you are a wolf in the middle, and you are catching the eggs in a little basket, and you can be in any one of those positions. Um, and the trick to playing the game is that you, or the classic version of the game, is that you have to pay attention to the order that the eggs come out in uh, and just wait there until you hear, like, the beep that you caught it and then go to the next one. So it's a lot of, like memorizing a pattern as it's happening um so being like okay so that was uh, that was top left bottom right top right bottom right and like just trying to like execute it in the same order you just saw it um which is uh fun and exciting like the further you go into it and i love 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 this giant wolf that's in the center of the screen yeah so the graphics for egg classic are unlike any of the other game yes. and watch um titles that we played the, it feels like a modern version except it doesn't have mario like the wolf sprite the i guess it's not sprite but like the rendering yeah, of the wolf the rendering of like the uh hens it, it's huge it's beautiful it looks like a disney cartoon it's totally it's really pretty remarkable well and it probably looks like a disney cartoon because it this is the game that it was uh, Mickey Mouse in its original release. And then uh, when they had to release it without the Disney license anymore, they just put a big wolf in the middle. Um, so, like, they already, I guess, 
I, I, I don't know if like the hens are exactly the same mm. or what, but like they were obviously already dealing with that aesthetic and just made up this wolf character. Yeah. I do I do not like the classic version of this game. I okay. think it looks great. I think that um uh but for me like the gameplay it's not very f- I, I I didn't think it was very fun. And I think it was because in playing all these game and watch games together, you kind of get used to the rhythm of them mm-hmm. and like we talked about in Manhole, there's um like a familiarity to okay the sound means this the graphic means this so when somebody is like when something is at this point there's a little bit of a grace period where you know like you can nail it and then move on to the next thing yeah egg does not follow that same pattern and so in isolation i don't think it'd be a big deal but playing it all together that's interesting it totally threw me off because the rhythm and the timing of egg on like like you were saying when the egg rolls when an egg rolls to the end of the shoot I was expecting there to be a little more like of a buffer period for me yeah. to like move over to grab it. And in Egg, they don't do that. Right. So for I ended up playing this game a lot more like a like Simon or like mm-hmm. uh, like Flagman, which is not on my list of games that I actually enjoy. Uh, of like just seeing the pattern and repeating the pattern back, which I think is how you have to play it. That because, makes sense. Like the, that, that does make sense. The, the the like twitchy part of it, which is. The modern version of the game, which changes the aesthetic entirely, you are Yoshi in the middle, um, and uh, the eggs that are coming from all directions come so much faster, um, but uh, Yoshi is able to catch them way sooner in their descent down the down their various Because he uses his tongue like yeah. uh, Jar Jar Binks in oh, the yeah. dinner scene. Like Yoshi, too. <laughs> He's trying to pretend that Yoshi doesn't grab things with his tongue. What is this? I'm trying to paint a picture that everybody on Nintendo podcast will understand. And right, it's Jar Jar Binks Wars. eating dinner with Shmi Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah. And actually, Egg is on my list, but because I liked the modern version yeah. so much. Because it does. It, it plays... Uh, like I would expect it to, like you're saying, having uh, Yoshi have a tongue like Jar Jar Binks and being able to grab, <laughs> you know, like, because, and what I love about mm-hmm. uh, the modern version is that it, instead of eggs, they're cookies from Yoshi's cookie. Right. And they're rolling down the four conveyor belts. And you have to position Yoshi. There's a point that he can eat them. There's a point to the gameplay mechanic that he can eat them early because you have to eat them before they burn or fall off. So the cookies, the longer they're on the conveyor belt, they will eventually burn. And so Yoshi has to snap them up before that. There are also weird little meters along the bottom of the screen that I never fully got the hang of um, that are like the cookies in different phases of getting done. Yeah. And I think when you get them all then... Like, you get an egg or something, or when mm. you fill up one of the bars, you get an egg. Uh, and I don't know what the egg does. Maybe sometimes it's an extra life. Uh, maybe sometimes it's a hazard. Um, but, yeah, it's playing the modern version is what made me go back to um, the classic version. Because I was like, how can I enjoy the modern version this much uh, and, like, not enjoy the classic version? And that's sort of when I discovered it's a little bit different of a game than I was expecting. Yeah, and so this is a good example of what we were saying earlier, where, like, the modern version, the classic versions are more than just updated graphics. Like, they actually are very different, very different games. games. Yeah. Um, just was taking the same nugget of an idea, which is, like, what if things rolled, what if these four things rolled down a chute towards you? Right. And uh, just kind of, like, elaborated from there. So, for me, the classic version, 
like would not make my list, but I like the modern version. I have to point out that a chef Mario and a chef princess peach occasionally pop out from bakeries that are like, Oh, on that's the side. Like they're that very cute. Uh, so the modern version is enough for me to elevate this into the top 10. Um, that's good. That's good. Up next for me is greenhouse. Oh yeah. Mark and Green- greenhouse is my number two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's fitting. Greenhouse is really fun in both iterations. Yeah. So the classic one features our man, Stanley the Bugman. Stanley the Bugman! From Donkey Kong 3, spraying bugs on... Uh, so he's in, a, he's in a greenhouse. Fittingly, um, there's no Donkey Kong. Up at the top are these bugs that are flying towards two plants. They're One's like on worms, the left, right? The, They're like yeah, sort yeah, of inching their way worms, across. Yeah. yeah. One on the right, one on the left. And... You have to spray them with bug spray before they make it to one of the plants. And then on the bottom are two spiders that are kind of coming at an angle. And same sort of thing. They're moving at a different speed. Also, you can spray the spiders, like, repeatedly. You have to spray spray the spiders To get them to, like, go back up their web and disappear. Um, The modern one is also fun. But I will just say that I think the classic in this case is better. It's faster paced. Yeah. Um, and more chaotic. Y- yes. Yeah, for sure. And it's a fitting showcase for Stanley the Bugman. Yeah. It is the, and I hope I'm not tipping my hand here, but like it is, uh, it is number two on my list, but it is the single greatest appearance for Stanley the Bugman. This game is better than the classic version is better than Donkey Kong three on NES. Oh and yeah. The arcades. And it's, I mean, leaps and bounds better than Donkey Kong three, uh, on the, uh, game and watch, which is sort of a multiplayer game, but it's, uh, it's, it's either impossible to play or, uh, spammable and, um, impossible to lose. Well, I, I don't know that we need to talk that much trash about Donkey Kong. All right. Three. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> Um, but no, I, 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 I just think that this is the best Stanley the Bugman uh, has. It, it's so much fun to play this. I, I just love this game. Yeah, I mean, it's Donkey Kong 3, but, but making right. sense. Yeah, Because, yeah. <laughs> like, Donkey Kong 3 had to have Donkey Kong in it. Nobody's going to play a game called Stanley the Bugman. Clearly, because they called this one Greenhouse. Right. But this is what Donkey Kong 3 should have been. It should yeah. just been Stanley the Bugman. Should just been Greenhouse. Um, the one of the things that I absolutely adore about Greenhouse is it gives you such a, in a way that not all these Game and Watch games do. It makes you make snap, snap second, uh, split second decisions, uh, like looking at the entire screen, which is it's a dual screen game if you were playing it uh, on original hardware, um, and like really taking the lay of the land and being like, do I have enough time? to drive this spider all the way back or do I just need to hit him back once so I can get back up there and uh, get, get those worms as they're inching towards the flowers. Um, but it also lets you, if you want to play more riskily, the, the closer the worms are to the flowers, the more points they're worth when you gas them. Because um, you can gas them right when they appear and then they're worth one point. Or if they're right next to the flower, they're worth three. So like it, it's, it's an, sort of unbelievable amount of strategy yeah. that this tiny little game uh, offers um, just in the greenhouse experience. And the modern version is fun too. It's not my favorite though. So in the modern version, you play as Yoshi protecting plants. Stanley Erasure. <laughs> 
by spitting watermelon seeds. Mm-hmm. The top screen is Flying Shy Guys, which is funny and cute. And Flying Shy Guys, for whatever reason, are featured Mark a lot them, in, right? the, in the modern version <laughs> of uh, Game & Watch games. Uh, and then the bottom screen are monkeys. Right. Well, the, the monkeys from, like, Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, you, you don't drive them back the same way that uh, Stanley drives the spiders back on, on the bottom screen. You have to wait for them to, like, clear this wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they, they have three different, like, positions, and you can only get them when they're in the third position. So it is similar to the spiders in that, like, you have to spend very specific times down there uh, to attack them, but it is different in that you can't, like, go down there and, like, spam them back away or anything. Right. Um, and uh, uh, you can collect watermelons as you go, and when you get enough of them, then Yoshi breathes fire for a little bit. Uh, and I think the only utility for breathing fire is that you can kill the monkeys at any time. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, something that Jar Jar Binks does not do, by the way. Um, eat watermelon and No, I mean, that's, fire. It's, I, that's truer words. <laughs> but, uh, so I think my... The re- I got impatient with the modern version because it just takes a while to get going. And I think yeah. maybe they're trying to, like, acclimate you to it. Because there are a couple of the modern versions here where I'm like, oh, I'm glad that there was this warm-up period because it took me a while to understand what was going on. Yeah. This one, like, did not – I did not have that problem. And so I got impatient, like, waiting for the game to begin. Because even though you're playing the tutorial for 30 seconds, that's, like, a long 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm curious, Patrick, in general, when you're playing the Game & Watch Gallery games, they all present the modern versions first and the classic versions second in your options. That's how I ended up approaching most of these. Oh, I did the exact opposite. Which makes way yeah. more sense. Yeah. I wanted to see what the games were and then see what the riff on them was. Yeah. I think it's interesting that in the that, that is not how Nintendo chose to, to yeah. present them. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I think they're... They they really are trying to, and again, it's so funny that like even the modern versions are now twenty years old. Um, but you know they they were trying to sell these as games for Game Boy or for Game Boy Advance, and so like they lead with that graphical capability. Yeah, that's a good point because it's probably like at that time, like the Game and Watch Gallery games. I'm sure there were people who had a strong fondness for them. Totally, but they probably had not like gone over the hump to being like uh like uh retro in a fun way they were just like old they're just old yeah, yeah. i mean I, I i i do wonder if um the first game and watch gallery started with them like remaking game and watch games in these modern engines and with these modern amenities and then we're like oh you know what we should throw the classic ones in there too mm. you know if, if that was like an afterthought um even though that's largely why uh i i was playing these things uh, greenhouse, I love greenhouse. Um, Mark, thank you for uh, bringing it up. Uh, next on my list, number seven, I got Mario Bros on here. Um, Mario and Luigi uh, working at a bottling factory. It's unclear exactly where they're working. Um, uh, Lu- uh, wait, yeah, Mario's on the right, Luigi's on the left, um, and the gameplay is as simple as uh, they travel up and down on these like, conveyor belts, passing packages back to each other as they uh, like sort of zigzag uh, back and forth, and they complete them uh, and put them onto a truck, and it goes away. Yeah, I, I love this one. This would could arguably be my number one. Um, it. I love it. I love it, Mark. I. Uh, I, in my mind, when I was playing this, I was like, oh, it's like Amazon Warehouse Workers, the game. 
right? They're like, you could pause it and take a bathroom break, though. <laughs> um, the thing, this is one actually where I appreciated that the game is slow to get going. Yeah. Because it took me a second to wrap my head around how this controls. Because it is a rare game to watch game where one person is controlling two characters yes. using the simple controls of Game & Watch. And so you can use the D-pad to control Luigi on the left. And and by control, you have the option of having him go up a level or down a level. Yeah. And then Mario on the right is controlled with the A or B buttons. And same sort of th- same thing. A brings him up, B brings him down. Right. And if you are playing this on original hardware, they both just have like up and down clickers. Uh, you know, Luigi's obviously on the left, Mario's on the right. And so you're passing like the packages back and forth. And as it goes through the conveyor belt, it gets like more and more finished. And then at the top, Louis, uh, when Lu- if Luigi successfully gets it, then he tosses it onto a truck. That and once the truck is filled up, Wario drives it away. Yeah. But then, like, well, Wario Bowser- in, in the modern version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so talk- just talking about the modern version. And um, Bowser is at the top, just like pouting, banging his feet, like. I mean, every every now and then he will like later when like after you it's like two or three hundred points something like that he starts uh, throwing tantrums that reverse the direction mm-hmm. of the of the conveyor belts and you have to have Use either the levers yeah either uh, Mario or Luigi just has to hit a lever and for Mario I think it's at the top and mm-hmm. Luigi it's at the bottom so just whoever is closest to it to like flip that switch so you can keep everything going and so this one was very fun for me because you really had to like juggle multiple things at the same time you had to keep track yeah. of where the two characters were where the packages were on the um on the uh, conveyor on belt. the conveyor belt like yeah. it was all just a lot of fun i and i thought the classic one had a lot of personality as well like if a package gets it's the same sort of thing Except you're working in more of like yeah, like um, I think it is expressly like, a, a a bottling factory yeah. in, in the original. Not that you see bottles, but like it's just a like a box that gets more completed as it goes. Exactly. But if a package gets dropped, a supervisor comes out and like yells at you. It's it, and that's just another one of those fail states that has like a ton of personality yeah. in the original game and feels for whatever reason like um. You know, like uh, a worker blowing off steam where it's like... Totally. You know, like it, it has that, that like humor to it that is in the Nintendo spirit, but very different from like the modern Mario versions of these games. It yeah, feels more totally. like blue collar, more working man. Yeah. And feels feels like a real like Looney Tunes cartoon yeah. or, you know... It's yeah, it's like Fred Flintstone's boss of the quarry. Totally, you know, yes, like, yeah, Mr. Slate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, what, what, one hundred percent. I think the the um sort of quiet, subtle storytelling of the game is very good and very compelling. Um, Mark, this is one that uh in its original hardware is like the book uh dual screen where like it's the horizontal instead of vertical opening. Um, and so the like divide between them. Um, is you know where it like gets the next layer oh, of thing, uh-huh. um, which is just another like when you just like think about because I I really like trying to imagine the original hardware when playing these things, and it's just it's cool to like use that space as like a transformative thing, and it also makes it seem uh, like the Mario and Luigi are more separated, um, which is one of the like fun tricks that the game makes you engage in. It's like okay now control Mario now control yeah, Luigi now yeah. control Mario. My the next one on my list is Donkey Kong Jr. 
Yes. Um, this is one that I really, really, really liked the modern version. And the classic was not as fun as the modern version, but still really good. Uh, Mark, we may not be friends. Donkey Kong Jr. is my number one. It is my favorite Game & Watch game because of the classic oh, version. Oh, interesting. Um, the, I find... Well, you talk about the uh, the modern version, then I'll talk about the classic. So... Because uh, I think there's a lot to like in this in general. Yeah, I think so, too. So, um, the basic gameplay is, you know, like, a simplified version of the Donkey Kong Jr., like, arcade game or An NES, NES board. game. With, with the one extra wrinkle of you always need to get, or in the modern version, you have to, like, get the key. Yeah. Um, and take it to Donkey, Kong ca Donkey Kong's cage. In the classic version, the key is like swinging in front of him, and you just need to jump when it is in the right place. Yeah, so you can grab it and then slam it into. But the, it's the same the sort lock. of like jump up, grab a vine, you yep. know, like uh, hop down. You can move quickly between the vines. One thing that I thought was really cool in the modern version that you couldn't really do in the classic version is like the game builds, right? The there's a first screen that you complete and then yeah. it moves on to like a second screen and like it gets more challenging than this third screen. It gets more challenging. That is not true to how Game & Watch works. Right. But it, it but it is fun. We'll I, see this again in uh, Donkey Kong yeah. as well. It, so I, I like this a lot. I, I thought I thought the modern version was a lot of fun. So the classic version, um, which I will let you speak to because you yeah. liked it a lot. But for me... Uh, I felt like the pacing was off, like the enemy swarmed a little too quickly for my taste. Yeah. This is one where I liked the slower warm-up period of the modern version. Also, one thing that, uh, this is not like a critique of the classic one, but just something that I thought was really interesting for Game & Watch is that Donkey Kong Jr. feels like he has more dynamic motion than you see in a lot of other Game & Watch games. Yeah. Like, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but... There's like a little bit of almost like where Donkey Kong Jr. moves diagonally. Yes. In like when he's jumping. Yeah. And which is very unusual for Game and Watch. Yeah. Well, so uh, Donkey Kong Jr. for me, uh, the classic version was one where uh, I loved the sort of slow discovery of the places you were safe from various uh, of, of the enemies. Um, and like things that you had to like rush to or spaces to avoid or ways to score extra points by like uh, if you can kill uh, one of the little like chompy guys uh, on the top row, a bird and a chompy guy on the bottom row with one fruit by knocking it down and hitting all three in, in that lineup, um, you score like a ton of points. Um, and like if you are on the vine that like separates the two levels, the chompy guys can't get you. They go past you, but the birds will get you. So you have to like you know, basically make a beeline to that. Hope to God there's not a bird there. <laughs> um, and then just like, keep going. There is, I don't know. There, there was something so like um, hypnotic and it is the, the same screen over and over again. It uh, just gets like swarming with more enemies, but there's kind of nothing I found as rewarding in playing the rest of these game and watch games as being in the bottom row and sort of dancing back and forth uh on the ground between these uh, chompy guys jumping up into the air to grab a vine moving like one space, like, cause I'm in between two birds, right? Moving over one space, dropping back down, letting the bird pass, jumping back up. Like, I don't know when I am playing Donkey Kong Jr. Well, I feel like I'm seeing through the matrix. Um, like it feels so good to me. I really, really love classic Donkey Kong Jr. There, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, there's a reason it made the list for both of us. Yeah, it's a it's a very good one. It's a it's a really good game in both iterations. Um, also great like uh, personality in the uh, the Donkey Kong Junior like. Uh, we, we keep saying sprite, but we don't know. We don't know what the word is. Yeah. Uh, the the graphic for him, like he looks, uh, he looks distinct. He has a lot of character. Um, I like the uh, Donkey Kong that's like in a cage, uh, in the top, and um, there's something like truly liberating about like getting rid of the fourth like uh-huh. chunk of cage and like setting him free. Uh, it just feels good. I also like the way that like every time you do that, you get a bunch of points. Um, and I don't really know how it's calculated or how many points you get each time um but there's something very rewarding about you know you're just bouncing uh f- you know guys in firemen and you get one point each time they hit your thing you're like no, no 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 i'm gonna slam this key in and get 20 points also they're like in something like fire um there's no end state really it just yeah. goes on forever yeah but with uh donkey kong jr once you set donkey kong free the game just continues to loop like it yeah. doesn't like end or anything but that's but an, you feel like you accomplished something. Yes, totally. And so it's like, oh, okay. So even if I die on this next attempt, that's fine because I like did it. Um, this is great, Mark. I'm I'm so happy we both uh, we both really like this game. Um, we have reached the point now where we decided that we were going to take a little break from talking about games that we like to sort of trash talk some games that we had a problem with. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, look, we're we're pretty positive guys. We're probably not going to dwell on it too much. But what game and watch games did you not have fun or have a hard time wrapping your head around or whatever? I didn't really like Oil Panic that much. Oil Panic feels like there's too much. I, I liked it at first, and then it was like, oh, now I just got to, like, I just would get mad at, like, tossing the oil out the window, and, like, the, the guy wouldn't be there. Yeah, I, I just thought it was slow yeah. and boring and yeah. in the classic version and the modern version. So, yeah. essentially, uh, just real quick, you're in the classic version. You're in a car shop. Uh, you have, you're have you controlling one dude upstairs, catching oil that's dripping from the ceiling in a bucket. Right, and, and the bucket can hold three drops of oil. Uh-huh, and then there's somebody outside. And so the your objective is to catch the oil, and then before your oil, your bucket overflows, you have to uh, hand it off to another guy who's on a le- level below you. And right, and he's like back, back and moving forth. back and forth. Uh-huh, yeah. and so... And you, so you can only get him when he's on the extreme left or the extreme right. And so you're trying to synchronize the dumping of your oil into his bucket when he is on the extreme left or the extreme right. Cause if he is not there and you dump the oil, it lands on a woman or a man who are outside, like filling their car up with oil. Right. Which I funny. like. That's it's funny. funny. It's funny. Again, it's one of those like expressive fail states that they did really well. Um, the modern version is like Bowser on top of a castle dropping fire or oil from the top of the castle tower. Mario catches it. Yoshi's outside protecting Luigi and DK. Like Jar Jar Binks. It's just very notably, as he does in episode one, uh, it's just very slow. I And I think it's because there is so much like going on. Yeah, there's too much going on, That they wanted you to like have a chance to figure it out. But like I did not care for Oil Panic. Um, So I, I do have some slower games on on my list still but yeah the the slowness of this one bugged me uh, in a way that i can't really articulate but i i think i think you've done a, a pretty good job mark did you play lion at all no 
Um, so Lion is, you control two Game & Watch, <laughs> two Mr. Game & Watches uh, on either side of a lion's cage. And you can be in one of three positions, uh, top, middle, or bottom. And there are lions that appear in, in the cage. And uh, two of them, one jumps out to the left, the other jumps out to the right. And they like kind of move around and take turns either like attacking or not attacking. Sometimes it's a fake out. Um, and it is... First of all, the sound in this one is the worst sound <laughs> I've heard. There are a lot of these beeps that get annoying if you're not it like don't play it when someone else is in the room. <laughs> um, but this is just one where I, I found the the gameplay to be like kind of too limited um, and like just not fun enough. Uh, I felt like I could always keep up with it, and maybe that was like to its mm, detriment. Mm-hmm. Um, that it felt like it was supposed to be like a real twitch test of my reflexes, uh, but the lion tamers for me were just always ahead of the lions. So I have two that I wouldn't say that I hated so much as just like completely did not understand and so like enjoyed the 30 seconds that I was baffled and then failed and then never really attempted again. Yeah. And that is boxing and chef. Yeah. So boxing, totally agree. Could not wrap my head around boxing. The person who owned the Game & Watch gallery cartridge before I got it seemingly loved boxing. Uh, has five stars in all versions <laughs> of, of boxing. I don't get it. I don't get it either. The modern version is really funny because you're like one side, one opponent is a wiggler, like the um kind the of caterpillar, like guy. caterpillar guys from Super Mario World. The other one is Luigi. They're boxing each other. This is inherently funny. But I could not for the life of me figure out, am I Wiggler or am I Luigi? Because <laughs> no matter what buttons I pressed, it yeah, seemed yeah. like uh, like neither character was doing what I would expect them to do. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and the classic version is just as, as baffling. The classic version to me almost feels like um, other LCD games of the era. Like It feels like a the tiger electronics double dragon uh and i know it's i it's got to be better than that because it's just got to be um but that's it it felt the most like unremarkable to me of all of the games that we played and then chef i found the modern version i think the classic version like is clear yeah you know um you're just kind of juggling this food not wanting it to hit the ground and every now and then the cat uh, stabs something with a fork so you have to uh wait and get it later the modern version I I I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, you're like cooking the food and you don't want it to burn and like Yoshi has to eat it. I don't know. It is it is confusing. Yeah. Uh and then the other one I wanted to talk about, not because I disliked it, uh I actually thought it was pretty fun, but it's not on my list is Vermin. Okay, yeah. I yeah. I, I, I like Vermin. It is also not on my top ten. The mod it very bleak. Both versions. Like, yes. the modern version, you're a pink Yoshi protecting eggs from flying Shy Guys, flying green Yoshi, seemingly. Yeah, I, I thought they were like Koopas or something. Oh, yeah, I may- sure. oh maybe they yeah. are. I thought they were... Like paratroopas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then booze will show up occasionally. But they're, like, attacking Yoshi eggs and just, yeah, like, destroying super them. super bleak. Really bleak. The, I feel like the classic version is even more bleak. Did you ever Did you ever read uh, Lenigan versus the Ants? <laughs> no. Okay. No, what is it's this? It's this, like... it's a, We read it in, like, eighth grade or seventh grade. It's a short story... Um, about uh like a rancher in brazil who's warned that like us like a a herd of these like just ants that are just destroying everything in their path are coming towards his like ranch 
And so yeah. he like sets everything up that he can, like moats of fire, but it's a real like man versus nature thing because the ants just like keep coming. Right. And that's how I felt about Vermin, because you're just this dude with two hammers yeah. standing there, and there are just moles, like, incessant, like, they will nonstop coming. Yeah. And it felt like he was, like, protecting his land and his family. Smack, smack, like, smack. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, Vermin is a really interesting one in that, uh, like, you're right there, you do reach this point of, like, utter helplessness early on, um, that, like, the, the difficulty ramps up. But, like, the, the actual gameplay is, you have a hammer in each hand and you have like one of three positions that you stand in uh, and the moles come on five different tracks. And so depending on where you are, you'll automatically hit uh, to the left and to the right of you. Um, so then you just need to make sure that you are in the right space to whack the mole uh, wh wherever it is. And they just don't stop. And there are multiples <laughs> of them coming at you at once. And there's something like terrifying. It's like, uh, yes, it's, it's like, like Jaws. Tremors. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, Tremors. Exactly. Uh, another movie that Jar Jar Binks was famously not in. Um, but uh, you, you see the ground like moving as the moles like make their way towards yes. you. But in this game, unlike other games, the you have to hit the moles at the cusp yes. of like the, the entrance to the hole. And so you have to wait for them to like, yes. be, like be right there. You cannot like strike beforehand. It's uh, it, I thought it was, I thought it was fun, but not one of my top ten. Yeah, uh, and it, it, I, I think not on my top ten because it feels unduly stressful. Yeah, um, like it feels like you are dealing with a horde of something in a way that the rest of these games don't. Um, uh, just sort of, I think last uh, games I wanted to call out here uh, for me, um, Flagman and Judge. Um, I find both these games to be kind of boring. I know I, I uh, kind of likened Egg to um, uh, Flagman, but if, so Flagman is uh, almost exactly a Simon clone um, in in one mode, uh, where um, you know it does like a two move, and you have to like repeat those two moves just by pushing those buttons again. Um, and each move comes with a different sound. So like when you get a good one going, it starts to feel like a melody that you're repeating back to it. But ultimately, it's just Simon, and Simon is colorful um, and like tactile. So like you know, less good than Simon. So like, how how good can that possibly be? And then the the B mode, um, it just tells you which button to push, and then you push it, mm. and then the like interval gets shorter and shorter um, as as you go. Uh, which isn't really fun. The game tells you to push a button and then you push the button. It feels like a science experiment more than anything else. I mean, that's Bioshock, right? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, uh, and then Judge is a weird, like, you pick numbers or numbers are assigned to you. I only played Judge for a little bit and was like, I, 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 I'm not interested in I don't this. even, I, I don't, I, I did not play Judge as part of this. I didn't unlock it in a way that it had to be unlocked. I cannot remember from our episode last week what judge actually is it's like a it's like a gambling thing if you have the higher number you attack oh, if you have the lower number that's you right defend. that's right um and that's so right you, you it's kind of like to... it's almost like rock paper scissors type thing kind of yeah. yeah and you know it it's just I, I i didn't find it to be fun um and then should we get back to games that we liked yes so let's we are closing okay. the book closing on, the book on, uh, on games we're on, talking trash about stuff um, Mark, I have three games left. I have, let's see, one, I, I, have, I have something like that. Okay. Two or three. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. Um, 
So I've got a very slow one on my on my list next, um, but it is a game that, uh, well, slow. I loved the meditative. There were some times when I was playing this game that I would put it down and wait for uh, the, <laughs> the game to advance. Uh, I'm talking about Mario's Cement Factory. Interesting. Um, Mario Cement Factory, and uh, typical Game and Watch fashion, has like four different stations: top left, uh, top right, bottom left, bottom right. Um, and there are these funnels that fill with cement from trucks. Uh, and so the top row fills first, and it gets up to three things full of cement. And you flip a switch to move it down to the bottom row, and that can also hold three. And then you can move that down um, to the trucks below, and then you start scoring points. Um, and the way that you traverse these four platforms is with uh, this set of elevators uh, on the left. The elevators on the left just uh, keep going down. The elevators on the right keep going up. Um, and if you misstep on the elevators, that's how you die. Um, also, you uh, score a miss by uh, overfilling one of the one of the funnels. This happens incredibly slowly, especially early on. Um, but I found something so rewarding in like juggling those things um and it's it's one of those where like you are sort of making your own challenge of like when do you decide to empty a top funnel and like move down to this the second funnel and you're balancing these like risk reward things of like uh if i if, if this one only has two in it right now and i could make it a little bit easier for me by uh emptying those two down into the thing below um or i could wait till it fills up to three so that i have to make fewer trips on these elevators um and i just really Really enjoyed it. I didn't play the modern version. I don't know what it's like. Oh, okay. So the modern version is uh, Mario's riding the elevators up and down to process cookie dough. Okay. And so on the Yoshi's on the left, and he eats the cookies, and then Toad is on the right at the bottom, and he's boxing the cookies That's up. That's cute. Um, and th occasionally on the the second level of like the process a boo will come into the machine mm -hmm. and so you have to you have to the clear, ghost in the you machine have to, you have to clear the boo out uh-huh um because uh, otherwise like uh he, he like stops up the works so um i liked this game but it was it was too slow for me yeah i do think it's like oil panic improved like like it is very similar kind to oil yeah, panic yeah, yeah, but I it's way more fun than oil panic is but it is still like it 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 was too slow for me um this is one that i like to play while watching a tv show sure make um, a sandwich yeah <laughs> put your <laughs> no, feet no, up no, 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 no. <laughs> i i did say that i i could put it down frequently <laughs> while playing but like if you have something else going on cuz the, the 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 times when you are like you know, hustling to like get to the things and release them all on time and not fall in the elevators can be truly exhilarating. It is just weird how much time sort of elapses between those exhilarating moments. Yeah, it's kind of like real work where you have like nothing to do for a long time and, and then, then a like ton. a crush of stuff. Yeah. And then you're like back to just riding the elevators up and down. Yeah. <laughs> for a little bit. Uh, good pick. Uh, next on my list is Helmet. Helmet. Okay, not on my list. So the... The modern version of this was more fun to me than the classic version. The classic version is you're moving on the left-hand side of the screen is like this multi-story building, presumably a construction site. And uh, you're moving from the left to right to a shed and tools are falling from the sky. And so you earn points for every tool that lands on the ground and you don't get hit by it. But the kind of the trick to Do it you is also get points by 
going into you the do shed. if you okay. make it to the shed because sh- that's all i ever did is just like get to the shed as yeah. many times as possible so the shed door like opens and closes and you can only advance if the shed door is open um and then going into the shed moves the player back to the left hand side to the building and you just kind of like repeat. start again yeah so um so live die repeat <laughs> that yeah that one i liked the modern version I thought was really fun. So in this one, you play as Toad. There's the, uh, oh no, sorry, as Mario. There's a castle on the left, presumably mm-hmm. one of uh, Princess Peach's many castles. On the right is a mushroom house. And then Yoshi with wings is dropping hammers and mines on Mario. And so Mario- Seems like that should be a locket too. <laughs> so in this instance, you earn points by stepping on a P button that's on the ground. And then you collect the coins that appear. But the coins are only there for a limited amount of time. And if you are just out there collecting coins, your pockets fill up. And so you start slowing down. So it makes it harder to advance. And so when the mushroom house door is open or the castle door is open, you can go through either one. Then when you go there, you like bank the coins and your speed returns to normal. Yeah. And But when you do that, the coins on the screen reset. So if you have like three coins on the screen, you get one, then you like move to the mushroom house, the coins, coins disappear, but then you also travel to the other side. Right. Um, so you're coming out of the castle. And so it's just like, it is enough complications yeah. to make it like more interesting. And it uh, took, takes like a little bit to figure out like, oh, in this one, like I don't get points for avoiding the things that are falling. That's table stakes. I ha- get points by like, earning and banking the coins yeah, yeah, yeah. and then having Mario like slow down if he is carrying too many coins. I just That's like, smart. I like That's, the different like layers to it. So the classic version I thought was fine and fun, but the modern version I thought was really good. Um, I don't think I messed around with the modern version of that one. I think I just played it, played the classic and uh, like you said, thought it was fine, but uh, didn't really revisit it. Um, good pick Mark. Um, I have two left. I'm going to go with rain shower. Ooh, this is my last one. So this is this is a good one for us to talk about. I I really liked Rain Shower a lot. Um, so Rain Shower, you are. This is another one that in the original hardware is uh, the sort of like book version of like the the horizontal um, dual screen. Um, and in Rain Shower, you are a man who is hanging up his uh, laundry to dry um, just as a storm approaches. Uh, and the like implied story here is so effective. Um, and like the, they actually like animate. There are no clouds on the screen when you start and the clouds like come it's in. It's truly ominous. It's yeah. very good. Um, and so you have to uh, move the clothesline so that your clothes are not in the path of raindrops that are falling. Um a super simple premise. This is another one that actually feels a little bit slow, um, but because you are juggling uh, what would be the action on two screens, even though it's presented on one in the uh, gallery, um, uh, it is a lot to juggle at once, um, which is super cool and super fun. Um, but uh, even more fun for me at any rate is in the B version of the classic mode, uh, there are crows on either side that will tug your laundry line in one direction or the other. So you have to like keep making corrections for what they're messing up. That's fun. Um, and truly, uh, the the story in this one is so great. Like, the house looks, like, big and imposing. Like, it looks seems like a, a, a country house somewhere. Um, and when you mess up and your clothes get wet, um, the guy is so disappointed. <laughs> and he, like, he seemingly throws them away. Like, he's so mad that his clothes get wet. Um, and then the modern version... 
Um, do you want to speak to the modern version a little, Mark? Sure. So uh, Bowser is in a tree, and he's throwing fruit, I think, down. Yeah, maybe. Or and, and so Mario is moving the clothesline to prevent Toad or Donkey Kong Jr. from being hit. Toad is on, like, the upper one on the left-hand side of the screen, and he is, like, clothespinned to the line. Which it's is really adorable. Cute. Yeah. And then on the right-hand side, uh, on the bottom line, is DK Jr., um, it's just another one that's, for me, like, both versions were really effective. I liked Classic a little bit more only because it got more difficult faster. Yeah. Uh, well, and starts more difficult, too. Yeah. That, that you have uh, on, like, each side, like, three different things that you want not to get wet. Um, so six total, whereas uh, the modern version starts with just two. And if you get deep enough, you get, like, another character um on uh, i think the first one you get is on the left side um and so like they add more characters that you want not to get hit by bowser's um fruits or bombs or whatever they are um but yeah the classic rain shower has them all in there from the get-go and i think it's the classic version maybe it's both of them actually but like there's also uh like eaves of like a barn or something like on the right and the left yes and so occasionally you know you can maneuver the clothing to be under the yeah. eave, and so like the rain, um, Won't or the rain will it. hit the roof, and so yeah. they it doesn't. It's just like another like, uh, thing that like doesn't really make it more difficult. It helps a little bit, but it, I guess, in all of these, I am constantly amazed at you know. I think of um game and watch as being ball, right? I think of it as being these sure. very simple things, and uh, that is not always the case. A lot of the later ones have like a ton of personality totally that really shine through. And I feel like rain shower is a good example of that. Um, and then one more thing that I like about rain shower, especially in the classic mode is that, uh, you know, we're talking about all of these games where like the premise is you're not, you don't want to drop someone or get hit in the head with a wrench or, you know, like there's some sort of like disaster or bodily harm that you are preventing. In this one, you're just trying to make sure your clothes dry. <laughs> you're just like, it's a so person wholesome. Who I wants love it. Dry clothes. You just relatable. Want dry clothes. Um, which I guess then brings me to my final, unless you have That's one right. more. That's right. No, rain shower was it for me. Um, so uh my my final one is Donkey Kong. Um, which I thought was great. Um, I I liked both the um, original ver the classic version and the modern version. Um, I do think in the gallery the um, the classic version suffers a little bit from like jamming the top screen into just like a tiny little like faked uh, top screen, and you can push a button to like toggle um, to make it the main one. Um, but it's still like uh, when you get to the top is just like there's not enough happening there. Um, but in the modern version, it feels an awful lot like regular Donkey Kong. Um, and it is another one like Donkey Kong Jr. Um, that will like cycle through um, three different forms of like three different levels. Uh, and each one plays a little bit differently. And you have to like take different things into consideration when trying to reach the top. Um, it just, it for me, feels like a very uh, competent approximation of Donkey Kong. Yeah. I and maybe that's why it didn't make my list because I am not the biggest Donkey Kong booster. It's just yeah, a sure. game that like has never really done anything for me. And so um I agree with you that it is a very like it's a fine version of Donkey Kong. Um okay, so total we have got eleven games on here, right? Yep. Um so we were only gonna rank the top ten. 
but in ranking 10 of 11, we are sort of subconsciously ranking it <laughs> That's right. It's unavoidable. It is unavoidable. Uh, Mark, do you have any... Uh, f- so our, our list, just to review, let's go back and forth. Um, our, the first entry we have here is Fire. Followed by Manhole. Then Parachute. Then Egg. Then Greenhouse. Mario Brothers. Donkey Kong Jr. Mario Cement Factory. Helmet. Rain Shower. And Donkey Kong. Um, do you have any like a what? Do you have like a, a bottom of the list here for you? For me personally, Mario Cement Factory or Donkey Kong would be towards Not the bottom on Mark's of the list. list. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think for me personally that uh, Mario Cement Factory is a bottom tier. I can agree that Donkey Kong is uh, flawed in. In, uh, in in some ways, especially in the classic version, I am okay leaving Donkey Kong at our number eleven. Okay. Um. I, so uh, other ones that I think are um simple or like I I feel like there's a little bit of a divide in in this list between games that are very simple and games that are more like kind of complex. Totally. Um. And a more complicated game doesn't make for a better game necessarily. Um. Although I will probably push for one of the more complicated games to be our number one. Um, uh, I think some of the like simpler games like Fire, Manhole, Parachute, and Egg sort of belong nearish the bottom. I, I 100% agree with that. Um, and I would say, even though I enjoyed it, I would put Helmet probably like in that group as well. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so yeah, I, I like all of these games. Clearly, they made yeah, it onto our list. But I do think that there is something to like standing up against some of these other ones that uh, just have more to them. Like it, it's hard to compete, you know, with uh, yeah, with Greenhouse, for example. You know, the perfect Stanley the Bugman showcase. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I agree. Well, and also like Mario Brothers and Rain Shower and Donkey Kong Junior. Like the, to me, those those are the top four. I don't know in what order. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I would say, uh, helmet is probably, okay, this is, this is how I would do it. Yeah. Donkey Kong at the bottom. Right. Uh, just above it is egg and just above that would be helmet followed by, well, so hold on here. I think this is a a great time to jump in, uh, and put, uh, Mario cement factory. Oh, Um, okay. a, A game that I think is good but uh perhaps suffers from its slowness um so let's let's uh so egg at oh now that i'm adding numbers it's uh messing everything up but you know what i would say like i would argue that even though mario cement factory was not on my list and uh manhole was like manhole's not yeah okay i may like i yeah like i I could see the argument for putting manhole below mario cement factory but above helmet I think so. Okay. Um, so the the bottom of the list, uh, we're just cleaning this up as we go. Well, actually, maybe not, because I think I liked the modern version of Helmet more than I liked either mod- version of yeah. Manhole. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. So let's let's put uh, Helmet above Manhole. Uh, okay. So the... Oh, that's not right, Patrick. <laughs> it, it's tough to navigate uh, a list and, and talk in real time. Okay. Um, so uh, at number 11, we've got Donkey Kong. 10 is Egg. Uh, and then 9 is Manhole. 8 is Helmet. And then I think 7 is Mario Cement Factory. Yeah. I feel yeah, that feel I right to you? I think so. Um, okay. Uh, but then I think probably Fire and Parachute. Which do you prefer of those? 
I think I prefer. I mean, they are very similar games. They're very similar games. You're catching falling people uh, in, in both of them. I the, think maybe parachute, but I could really be swayed either way. I think I like fire better. It's, okay, it's higher on my list, um, and I think it's just because the simplicity of the game, like the, of the concept and the theme of the game, is so clear and it's so obvious and so like. I don't know. It's like elemental, right? Like you, you have to imagine like a New York City that doesn't yeah, exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. You know, that's like, true. Um, it's like that scene in uh, the first Spider-Man movie, right, where like he's rescuing a baby from a burning building, and like I don't know. It, it all feels like so uh, just like quintessential um, high stakes. It drama. does. There is something very evocative about it. Like I. Uh, for, you know, like as a kid, I always imagine myself in the scenario where you're gonna have to like right. jump off into one of those big trampolines, and I assume that is that is a real thing that is still done, used to be done. I don't really know. I mean, there's literally no way to know. <laughs> um, okay, uh, which which means then that in our top uh, four, we have to deal with Greenhouse, Mario Bros, uh, Donkey Kong Jr., and Rain Shower. Uh. Um... For me, yeah. and I know that this was your number one pick, Donkey Kong Jr. would probably be here on my list, for, I think. At, at number four? I think so. Um, I really like. I thought Donkey Kong Jr. was really fun, but I also felt like it's just a not as good version of Donkey Kong Jr. Oh, man. I almost think it's better than Donkey Kong Jr. Oh, like, yeah. I think it's maybe better than the NES uh, slash arcade game. Um, but... I can see. I will, look. We're we're in the 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 pantheon, the top four here, right? Like we're saying, these are all good game and watch games that we like to play. Um, for my money, I feel like it's about the same as Mario Bros. for me. Um, but Ooh, I could I yeah. could go either way on that. Th yeah, this is that's this is a little tough because you know, like uh, Mario Brothers is your number. Yeah, one. I I did really really like Mario Brothers, but I actually think that there's one on here that I like more than all of these. Um. Uh, I'm trying to actually like here potential compromise. Yeah, I think Rain Shower goes next. I like Rain Shower, okay. but I think of the top four, fourth is probably like as high as it should go. Uh, that's I, I I will agree with that. I think that's a good compromise. Um, Rain Shower can be next. The first time I played Rain Shower, I was like, oh my god, Game and Watch games can be amazing. I think it's delightful. Like yeah. this is not like uh, dumping on Rain Shower at all. Like I I think it's a great but I just think I like the other ones better. Yeah, sure. So then uh, you think, le uh, I, I, I think this is where you're headed, and I might agree. Okay. Uh, is third place Donkey Kong Jr., second place Mario Bros., first place Greenhouse? Yeah, and I, like, which, like, if Donkey Kong Jr. goes above Mario Brothers, I don't really feel that strongly about it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would if it were just my list. Uh-huh. Um, but knowing that it is your number one and you didn't even rank others like that makes me think it it should it can it can go above <laughs> donkey kong jr uh you know yeah. what i mean yeah totally i i think i have my <laughs> look what happened here is that i saw a greenhouse and i'm like oh yeah greenhouse should be number one on this list and so anything below it at this point i'm like doesn't matter i'm willing to die for greenhouse yeah and mario brothers can do whatever mario brothers is gonna do you know what i'm saying look we're putting mario bros at number two <laughs> and don kong jr at, at at number three because i agree with you i this is a hill i will die on greenhouse is a great game it's a great game and i feel like it's nintendo being like 
hey, everyone, we really messed up with Donkey Kong 3. Yeah. Hey, guys. Like, we tried to shoehorn Donkey mm-hmm. Kong 3 into a game that should have been a Stanley the Bugman showcase, and it suffered for it. People knew this was not a Donkey Kong game. What is Donkey Kong doing in this greenhouse? What are the proportions? What is going on here? None of it makes any sense. Let's take the things that we know worked, which are obviously Stanley the Bugman. And look, the you know we we t- we are talking a lot about like the sort of like foundational like dramatic uh, tableaus that these things put forth, and uh, the exterminator with like the sort of hand pump like fumigation yeah, thing totally. is so. I mean, it feels like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> um, and actually, on that note, the the like alarm because these games are all watches mm-hmm. as well. The like little alarm that goes off is a cat being stung by a bee. Like there's a cat that like sits on the bottom screen and a bee that can like come in and like sting him and he like jumps. Oh, up. that's fun. Um, so the game's super cool. It's super cute. It has a ton of personality. I do begrudge the modern version for its Stanley erasure, but I get it. Um, we didn't talk at all about Donkey Kong Country or Donkey Kong Three. Did we not? We did not talk about. Donkey. Oh my gosh, that was on my list. That's on your list. That was on my list. I it's it's fine that it's uh that it's not in our top eleven. Yeah. Because I did think that it was both were like too complicated. Yeah. Um the the modern version so it is not Donkey Kong three as no. you know it. It is basically it's like It's like a head to head game. Yeah, so game. uh d- but it is the second Game & Watch game that includes Stanley the Bugman. Yeah. So Donkey Kong's on the left. Stanley the Bugman is on the right. You're using pesticide to push bugs into each other. Uh, and it has an interesting timing dynamic because you have to, like, fill your bucket of pesticide. Right. To um, shoot the pesticide uh, across. Yeah. And then choose whether to shoot from the top, middle, or bottom to knock the bugs when the bugs themselves also like traverse up and down. Right. And if you shoot like two pumps, it'll, it could in theory move the bug two notches. Yeah. Um, the modern version I think is too complicated. I agree with this. But uh, it, I more still Stanley was, erasure. Yeah. By the so way. here's Donkey <laughs> Kong. One. Donkey Kong makes the cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, which fitting for Donkey Kong three, but Mario is the other character you're facing off in like a boo house. And uh, you, if you turn your back, like, the you have to tune your back on the boot to fill your tank so he'll move more towards you but then if the if he reaches you you die also but you're shooting bubbles at each other to push the boo also there's a fireball on screen closer to the enemy it's it, there's just like a lot going on it's an it, it feels more like what donkey kong 3 should have been sure um but yeah so it was on my list forgot to talk about it clearly like not that high on my list Donkey Kong 3, for me, uh, in the classic version, I discovered that if you, sta- if you just stand in the middle, fill your uh, bug spray thing, fire off three shots, fill your bug spray thing, never leave the middle row, and just indiscriminately fire like that, you win. Oh, you can cheese it. You can cheese it. Um, I scored over a thousand <laughs> points that way. A thousand, because I wanted, I wanted those stars. I wanted to unlock <laughs> right, some more games. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, if only like the internet existed, you could have like a YouTube channel. Or sorry, like uh, <laughs> the internet does exist. <laughs> <laughs> only if the internet existed back sure, when in Doug 1983. Kong 3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could have a YouTube channel all about how to like beat the boss on uh, Donkey Kong Three Game and Watch. I mean, it's just it. It was disappointing to me because that was like the it's the least active way to play the game right what's the point yeah but it's, it's the most effective way to play yeah, it too where it's yeah. just like oh okay, oh okay the only way to win is not to play <laughs> um 
Anyway, so yeah, I, I I really after that I was like, oh, forget this game. I I'm writing it off entirely. Yeah. Um, but I, it would have been cool, I think, to play it because it was one of those games that had the like two controllers in it and is multiplayer. I do think you'd be fun multiplayer. Um, is is Super Mario Brothers or not? Is Mario Brothers no multiplayer? It mm. is not. Um, there which actually makes sense because I don't think it would be that. It wouldn't be that hard if you were <laughs> yeah. just if you're just controlling one of them. <laughs> I mean, you could always get like two people crowded around one game and watch. Like <laughs> that's true. Each controller that's right. Character. In any of these, yeah, are can be any game can be two player. Mark, <laughs> um, except no, I guess ball. You even move left and right. There is no game with a single button input, as far as I know. Um, all right. Uh, that that. Oh well, let's uh, run through our whole list from from bottom to top. Uh, number eleven, Donkey Kong. Number ten is Egg. Number nine, Manhole. Number eight, Helmet. Number seven, Mario Cement Factory. Number six, Parachute. Number five, Fire. Number four, Rain Shower. Number three, Donkey Kong Jr. Number two, Mario Brothers. And number one, Greenhouse. All right, Mark. Let's close this out. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. If you think we've got any of these Game & Watch games wrong, uh, let us know right into us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. Also, I know there have got to be good games in the uh, vast swaths of Game & Watch games that we did not play. If there are any, like, absolutely killer ones Snoopy out there. Snoopy Tennis. Oh, my God, I want to play Snoopy. I want to play Popeye so bad. <laughs> Let us know if those are any good, um, and we will, I guess, just pine after them <laughs> forever. Um, but yeah, it would just be good to know what what uh, other games people love. Um, remember, uh, rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, share it on Facebook or Twitter, wherever you share stuff. We appreciate it when you do. On Twitter, we are, I am at any rate, at Patrick underscore Alloys, Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. Uh, the Facebook page is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apebetty.com or by listening right now. From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening. Imagine a podcast. Now, imagine a musical. Now, imagine the two of them made one million babies. Well, you don't have to imagine it, because it's real, and it has a name. One Million Musicals. Each month, we bring you a brand new, original podcast musical featuring talent from across Broadway, films, and TV. You'll hear tales of spooky ghosts, Wild West shootouts, adventures on the high seas, and much, much more. One million musicals. Only a few hundred thousand to go. A Campfire Media Podcast. Campfire.